Hey everyone, this is Holly Singletary. Welcome to Hope with Holly. Glad to have you joining us. Welcome friends. We are excited to have you here today. We have a special guest, actually a dear friend of mine, Heather Landers, is our guest today. She is a yoga instructor and owns her own yoga studio here in town, actually hot yoga. And so I'm excited to let her talk to you a little bit about her journey um, with yoga and how it's helped her physically, mentally, emotionally. So let's just dive right in. A friend of mine, Heather Landers, and I have a treat for y'all today. We are going to talk about a lot of things, but Heather and I um, met, goodness, Oh, yeah, so four years ago. Mm -hmm. And so we uh, have a lot of mutual friends, know a lot of the same people, but kind of in passing, but we kind of sat down, I guess, several months ago and got to talk and kind of get to know each other a little better and quickly realized we had a lot in common. We talked about our Enneagrams, um, which I love. You're, what are, what's your number two? two? two yeah. Yep. <laughs> so... We may have, I may have to do um, a podcast on that yeah. because a lot of my friends like are twos or they are threes. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have just a few that are like eights that are like really far right. And yeah. so, um, but anyway, so uh, I'm here with Heather and we are actually um, at the house in the podcast room and we're just going to kind of talk. We're going to have girl talk today, um, but I'm going to let her tell a little bit about herself. Tell us about how you got started with hot yoga. How did that come about? Um, well, um, back in the early 2000s, I started to run marathons, half marathons, full marathons. And it was just a way that I could keep my body healthy, my joints healthy, my knees, you know, my hips, my ankles. But it was also a way that I could get acclimated to the heat and the humidity, training in the oh, summer, yeah. you know, all yeah. this heat and humidity. Um, I wanted to improve my times and build my lung capacity. So somebody, I had a friend that had started hot yoga and she was like, you should come to hot yoga with me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'm not a big fan of yoga, but we'll go check this Who out. Who knew that running, even marathons, what really goes into that as far as just to get your body ready? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, yeah, yeah. just taking care of. You know, not even just that, it's nutrition. Yeah. Like eating, you know, eating enough to sustain, you know, a 26.2 mile race. Um, you know, that goes back to um, me trying to eat salad. Right. <laughs> and going to run, that doesn't work, you know. And I yeah. didn't eat meat for for a very long time but then i had to i had to start eating meat i had to up my protein i had to find ways just that fuel yes yeah, just that so. fuel that i needed to to move my body so i wouldn't get injured not just on the outside on the inside yeah um i really did a toll on my body internally for a while because i wasn't eating enough did um, you have injuries from running did um, you no um i actually just little things yeah. you know i had some ankle pain here and there but once I started my yoga practice, all those things went away. But um, the things that did get to me were my hormones. Yeah. Like internally, not eating enough, I messed up my whole 
um, endocrine system. Like I wasn't even throws everything throws, off. It threw everything yeah. off. So I had to make a lot of adjustments. I had to get on all these certain vitamins. You know, I had to start eating meat again. I had to get creative on ways to add protein throughout my day. Um, I was very strict on what I would eat for breakfast, for my snacks, for lunch, more snacks, dinner. So when this happened, did this, when you started running and then you kind of started finding things you needed to do, was that hard trying to find what works for you? What? Yes, it was very hard. Um, I actually ended up having an eating disorder. Yeah. Um, I think I was trying to keep this certain look of my body mm-hmm. while trying to run 60 miles a week, but I didn't want to eat what it, what I needed to eat to do that, to do that. So yeah. in, in a way it wasn't good for me mentally or physically. Yeah. Um, and I, that again, that's when the whole yoga thing, it became more than just hot yoga. It came, became more than that physical thing. It was more like, okay, I need this for my mental health. Um, because yoga is when I started to appreciate my body for what it was. So you started, you were a believer. You started yeah. seeing results. Absolutely. Yeah. Just being, because you have to look at yourself in the mirror. I used to avoid the mirror because I didn't want to see that fat roll, that wrinkle in my in my thigh. Or, you know, I didn't want to look at myself. And so. I that think, we all have. But I think yeah. we have been conditioned by a lot of outside yes. things that we're human, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're supposed to have those things, but as women, that's, you know, yeah. That's body, tough. Body sure. Yeah. And so uh, hot yoga really became that thing for me that really opened my eyes to you're beautiful. Your body is strong. Look at, you know, look at all the things you can do with your body. Um, feel your body, take care of your body. This is your mental health. This is your physical well-being. Um, so it kind of really, it changed the way that I looked at food. It changed the way that I looked at myself. It changed the way I looked at my, um, my relationships. I mean, yeah. yoga just changed me from the inside out. So I always tell people. Kind of my, a reset. Mm-hmm, as a reset. It, was, it changed my life. It saved my life more ways than one. I love that. I don't think I knew all of that. I knew yeah. a little, but I don't mm-hmm. think I knew to that extent. Um, well, yeah, yeah I know that's kind of heavy, right? No, but, but I, it's so important, I think, yeah. your journey of how you got to where you're at. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, if I wasn't running, you know, 60 miles a week, I thought, oh, my God, you're going to get so fat. You're going to get out of shape. You're not going to be good enough. You're, you know, you're never going to be fast enough. You, it was like I, I drilled that into my, my brain. Like, you got to do this. You got to do this. You pretty much beat yourself up to get to where you think you should be. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like. I barely even run now. I might run 10 miles a week, if that. Yeah. I do good some weeks to do two miles. Right. I mean, I don't care. But you found <laughs> your passion. I found something else to yeah. that's healthier for me mentally and physically. And so, and now I share it with the community. I'll say, so some friends of mine, we went, we've been several times, um, but it's, we loved it. And it's mm-hmm. so funny because I had been to a couple classes downtown. Mm-hmm. And um, we live in a small town here. And so there's a lot of familiar faces you get to see in the class. For me, I love that, making that connection with people. And then um, I feel like we're all, 
everybody there is very personable and welcoming. But I'm like, no, like I had a friend that does CrossFit and um, I talked her into going with me and she's like, oh my gosh. And so we went and we were like, oh my word. She's like, that was hard. I'm like, I told you, like, it's not. I think she thought because she does CrossFit and, you know, she lifts weights and does all the extreme to the extreme. She's like, that was hard. I'm like, it it is, but it's, I don't know if even fun's the right word because I've never been one of those that thought exercising was fun (laughs) but i tend to gravitate towards um yoga and pilates and i don't know if that has to do more with maybe my personality and kind Mm -hmm. of the way i'm wired but um i enjoy it and i think probably that reset is we all need that and to find what what works everything everyone's different so but you have i mean you have guys that go to your class that you oh yeah absolutely we have um I mean, yeah, we have several men. Because I that think men to tend to think maybe, you know, they can't go. But I, I mean, I know when we were in the classes, there were several. And oh, yeah, so, absolutely. Well, we're more of a athletic yoga studio is what I tell people that, you know, we're, you know, every studio, of course, has its place. Um, yes. But I wanted to, my target market, I, I knew I was going to have the average athlete. Mm-hmm. And I wanted that crossfitter in there. I wanted that runner in there. I wanted you know, every, you know, I wanted those buff men to come yeah. in there and kick their butt. Kick their butt and be like, oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yoga's not just about <laughs> stretching. This is no Right, joke. no. And it's, there's yeah. more to it than being able to touch your toes. And if, I mean, I hear it all the time. I can't do yoga. I can't even bend over and touch my toes. That's not what it's about. Mm-hmm. It, that's not the journey of yoga. You know, yeah. it's not about being able to touch your toes or getting upside down or doing that crazy arm balance you might have saw me do last week. Yeah. That it, you know, those things I do. That's because it's fun to me. But, right. You know, it's 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 more than that. It's that mental, emotional, spiritual connection that you make um, with yourself, and just learning how to love you for you, and knowing that you can have a space to go to and just be you, and you don't have to do anything else in that moment for that sixty minutes or that forty-five minutes. That this is your time. You get to check you. out. You can check. Yes, you can yeah. check out. And yeah. your yoga mat will not judge you. You will not have to have a conversation with that mat. You just you're just there. I noticed even when I went because I feel like I never can turn my brain off. Yes. Um, I mean I struggle with that even sleeping at night of all the things mm-hmm. I have to do the next day or what yes. didn't I do that day. But I will say that's one thing I did notice is mm-hmm. that in that time I didn't think about any of the things I had to do. Yeah. It was just kind of be present, which is hard. It's I think very it's hard. hard for me. So I feel like it's probably hard for a lot of mm-hmm. people. But it was like, okay, this you really do get to check out in a different mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Oh yeah. I used to be that girl at night, have that notebook next to yeah. my head because <laughs> I'd wake up at two AM think about thinking about something I need yes. to do when I work at the country club. I, I got, I got to do yes. this Yeah. or that accounting brain, you know, yeah. always come, my brain would not shut off. Yeah. And so I think that's another reason why I found. Do you feel like that's helped with that? Absolutely. I, oh, good yes. I don't yeah. feel like I, I wake up with a million things running through my mind. When I hit the bed at night, I crash. Like I hardly ever do I have that going on yeah i mean i I mean the last few years i I don't think that way i just that's awesome yeah (laughs) i mean i'm a little envious which means i probably need to um go more often it sounds like um so we it's actually beautiful here today i have to say the sun's shining we had such terrible rain and weather 
really the weekend. So I think we're both happy to just see sun and it puts us, it puts me in a different frame of mind, like happy. Um, So Heather and I uh, on our coffee date a couple months back, we shared a lot and it's so funny because um, sometimes you don't feel like sharing. Like I, if I had to put this in words, like sometimes I don't feel like people are worthy of hearing my story. And that may not even be the right way to say that, but some people and everyone doesn't have to hear your story and you don't want to share that with everyone. But Mm -hmm. I do feel like sometimes you come across those people where you just feel compelled Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, you're just kind of, you know, laying your life story out, which is kind of what I felt like we did. Yeah, I and so. I, it almost, I think, surprised both of us because when we were done, we're like, well, you just know everything about me now. So yeah. <laughs> it was kind you of, you might even know my book. Right. But at the same time, it was a breath of fresh air because I feel like, you know, we, I think, are conditioned to put on a happy face and, you know, mm-hmm. put your best forward I always like to say kind of like social media you know we all only see the good but in reality we all know every day it's not a good day and but we don't put that on there because we put our Sunday best you know it's kind of like I always tell the kids I'm like but you don't know we may look put together in church but you have no idea what happened in the car before we walked in here (laughs) or even getting the kids ready for church that morning and that's just life but I feel like for whatever reason you and I just connected and it was mm-hmm. um not the norm for me so I kind of I felt that connection um to you and I don't eat I have not really um shared this uh, with my listeners and I know a lot of them know but so Daryl passed away three years ago this past February and you know we're just now I feel like this year we're at a place where um, a good place, a moving forward place, uh, you know, still talk about him. He's still very present. Um, that's one thing I felt like for the kids and for me, you know, we just talk about him like he's here. I don't ever want them to feel as kids, like they can't talk about him or it's going to make mom sad or so and sometimes it may make me sad it may be a day where i'm sad and i may cry but i want them to see me crying because i feel like it's important to know that that's normal and uh, you know this is just where we're at today in this journey but i say that to say i lost my brother eight months after i lost daryl and that was um you know obviously shook my family up um he was the baby. So it was my sister was the oldest. I was the middle and then my brother. And so, um, spoiled rotten, you know, mm-hmm. all the things, the only boy. And, uh, to my kids, you know, he, we called him bud. And so he was fun and playful and, you know, he was 10 years younger than my sister. So it was, there was quite an age gap, but, um, you know, it was just such a difficult time. It was right after Christmas. Um, it was New Year's, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve when we found out. And that really, uh, in a different perspective, I handled that so much differently than I handled it with Daryl. And I think for me, it, the hardest part was uh, seeing my parents hurt. Yes, absolutely. Um, 
And that was just, and I think for my sister too, not that we didn't hurt, we did, but I had such a peace um, just knowing that he was in a better place. And that didn't really make it any better, but there were times when I felt overwhelmed or just sad and just, I just felt like it was the Holy Spirit, like he's okay, he's better, like he's good. And But then, you know, to see your parents just fall apart. Well, that comes back to our type two. Yes, we carry the weight. Yes, of the we world. do. Um, so Heather, uh, when when I talked about our coffee date, and and I don't know that I knew, and yeah. vice versa, we kind of just laid it all out there. But she lost her brother as well, and so for us, I think that was a common bond. And then, as you said, I think we navigate things so similar. Um, how was that was that hard like when do you, when i say that about my parents does that hit home with you oh, yeah absolutely yeah. because um the more independent i'm a twin mm -hmm. so oh, yeah. i tend to be the more independent of the two um the one that she you know she always followed everything i did when we were growing up mm -hmm. so what a heather did you know valerie had to do so yeah i always felt like um the one that took care of everything so when obviously when my brother passed away i was so worried about my parents my you know and my sister that i didn't really have time to process how i felt yeah i was worried worried about how they felt because it wasn't you know five months before my brother passed away we lost our grandmother my dad's mom and he's the only child so and she was like our second mom yeah. so losing our grandmother which she was older and we knew it was coming and it was almost a blessing because she was she was getting dementia real bad so we knew we expected her to go right but it's still never easy never easy no and then you know to lose my brother months after it just to carry the weight for my parents i felt like it was all on me I, and it wasn't but that's just how i fit that's just oh, how yeah. I'm, I'm made yeah how I'm, I'm built yeah i carry everybody's stress so and then i forget about my own oh yes you know? but um <laughs> yeah so that was very heavy for me um to have to deal with to take care of all that and then my brother left me to take care of this estate so I was he the oldest he was the okay. oldest. he okay. was two and a half years older than us but we were always like more like triplets yeah we you were are always together yeah. his um um ex-wife um we're still really good friends with her she we grew up we all grew up together so we all went to prom together yeah had the same friend group and so anyway so he had left me to take care of his estate and all that stuff and so i felt like i had to put my game face on yeah no no time to fall apart yeah i didn't have yeah. time to fall apart yeah I had, to, I had to be serious i had to take care of everything because he has a son and make sure that everything was taken care of for connor and everything was invested the way it should be invested and you know all that stuff so which is heavy yeah, it is very heavy. heavy and i don't think that i began my healing process probably until last year yeah early of last year and it's been how long it's been eight years eight since years. october yeah the one thing i've learned to just through the grieving process you know there's no right or wrong way and everyone is so different and there's no timeline you know mm -hmm. and even you know you read all the self-help books and the grieving process and there's mm -hmm. some things that i have not even um went through yet and so i just think it's in your own time and everyone 
is mm -hmm. so different. Mm -hmm. And I, healing does not look the same for everyone. No, it does not. Sure. Yeah. I think, um, do you feel like talking about him, uh, is that healing for you? Do you feel like? Yeah, I believe so. In the beginning, no. Yeah. I, I just didn't want to talk about it. Um, I didn't want to process, I wasn't ready to process that he wasn't here anymore. Yeah. I was mad at God. I was uh, just angry at, at him. I was yeah, just angry. Mm -hmm. I felt a lot of anger in the beginning that I think I didn't want to bring it to light. I didn't want to think about it. Yeah. So I think it took me a while to get over that. And it took me forever to even pray again and talk to God again. But until I opened that door back up, I wasn't, I mean, I couldn't heal without God. Right. No. And so I don't, I think once I let God back in mm -hmm. and and forgive him in a sense yeah. in, my, in my time yeah i was able to let go of all that anger toward my brother even had some anger toward my parents for whatever reason i don't know but i think it's just yeah you know we have those moments and we're allowed to i'm not ashamed to even say that i think absolutely being okay with saying i was mad at god mm -hmm. mad at my parents i've been mad at my sister at because that's time. real I and it's, i think People yeah, don't talk wrong. about that. I really, I wish, you know, three years ago, I just remember I wanted, I wanted to read everything. Like, mm -hmm. what can I expect? What's normal? And I know my first year, my main concern was the kids. You know, Absolutely. are they going to be okay? And you know, what do I do? And but there was nothing, mm -hmm. and it was almost very mundane. Like, well, here's the ten steps, and this is what you do. But I'm like, that's that doesn't help. Like, it's I, not going to work. No, and I, I just. Mm -hmm would have loved to have sat down with someone, not even necessarily in my same shoes, but just to talk through grief, someone that's mm -hmm. walked that walk and what that looks like. And to, I guess to really know that you're okay and you're going to be okay and do this in your own time. There is no right or wrong way. And but it's I okay think to not be okay. It's okay to not be okay. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It's okay to cry. It's okay to say, I'm not okay today. I need help. Yes. And seek help. But I think that's so hard. Um, I just, that's hard. That's hard, hard for, for me us. to say I need help yeah. because we're helpers. We're helpers, yeah. And, you know, we do, we do it all. And I, we love that. That's mm -hmm. why we do it. But when we have to turn around and ask for help, goodness. Mm -hmm. that's a hard pill to swallow yes. and I don't think it's because we don't want to it's almost like you don't even know how yeah we don't you don't even it's not know ego. how we just no. we don't know how mm -mm. So we want to make sure everyone else is okay it's before okay. okay yeah I love that because now three years out with Daryl and you know two years with my brother um I'm at a different place in mentally mm -hmm. I want to not that I've not taken care of myself in the past but I want to be in a different place mentally mm -hmm. I want to be present I want to be I want to take care of myself and be healthier mm -hmm. version of Holly and yeah. so I feel like I love just what what you talked about what yoga mm -hmm. did for you because I feel like that's so important that we find something to deal with yeah, absolutely life you know i mean unfortunately we're all going to go through a loss in our lifetime we will mm -hmm. everyone 
but it's hard when you're walking that walk you feel like you're alone and although you're not and you it takes a little bit to see that but i think it's so nice to know it gets better yeah i tell people um it doesn't get easier mm -hmm. it just becomes more manageable yeah yeah i think absolutely i mean i think this year we just talked about this was the first year i didn't cry uh, at our benefit we do every year and it was the i just remember i got home and i thought gosh wow that's a big deal because normally i know it's coming and that the emotions are high that night and uh, it was you know but it was a night to honor him and his legacy and talk about him but it's yeah i don't think it you're right it does not get easier it just yeah. becomes yeah more manageable that's mm -hmm. i think a good way to to look at it what uh, if you could give advice to others going through the loss of a loved one um, if you could give advice, what would you say to someone? What, I guess, advice would you give them? Like I said, well, it's okay to not be okay, to admit that you're not okay, um, to ask for help. You know, I recently, beginning of last year, I seeked out a therapist. Um, I thought I could take care of it myself. I thought, I don't need, I don't need to talk to anyone. Yeah. I can process this on. I'm, I'm strong. Mm -hmm. No, I'm actually pretty weak. So just to seek out, you know, that therapist, that someone that I can go talk to and let them know what's going on and how I feel and, you know, let me know that I'm okay. It's okay to feel that way. It's okay to cry. It's okay to, I mean, I feel like I can, I can fix everything. I should be able to fix everything and everyone. Yes. And I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't save them. I can't. I can't save anyone from anything. And I, and I feel like that's me in general. I want to save everyone. Yeah. My friends, if you're struggling with something, I want to save you. But I think just knowing that it's okay to ask for help. Going to a therapist doesn't mean you're weak. It actually brings out a lot of your strengths to be able to do yes. that, to admit that you need help. Um, to, and, and to seek out friends, you know, it's okay, you know, to, to tell your story because it could, help someone else and someone may be going like when we talked that day yeah. I never knew you had lost a brother so just telling my story you were able to tell your story whoever came out with the first I don't remember yeah. but like it just opened those doors to talk about it because talking is healing you can't hold all that it in. is yeah you know some people feel like I'm just gonna hold this in that's like that's how I am usually yeah. just hold this in because yeah. nobody nobody needs to know that I'm struggling or no one understands. Yeah, they or, don't understand or they don't want to hear. Or this is thought. heavy. I don't want to put this yeah, on someone else. Put that on someone yeah. else. You know, but just being able to just talk about it. And it's okay to cry. It's okay to have bad days. You don't yeah. have to smile every day. No. You don't have to fake smile. No. If you don't feel it, don't do it. So um just that's about the only advice I can I can give. No, that's um, great advice. The therapy at therapy we, was huge for me. And we talked about that a little bit too. Uh, I'm in therapy. The kids are in therapy. And I mm -hmm. felt early on that was very important for them to yeah, have absolutely. someone to talk to. But I was more worried about them. So I didn't do it for me as quickly as I did for them. But when I did start going, I thought this is probably going to be a lifelong thing for me. I just feel mm -hmm. like it's nice to go to someone. It's healthy yeah. to be able to talk to someone that 
just as a neutral party and yeah. just say, this is normal or, right. you know, or even to give you pointers. Um, I just recently started learning, you know, kind of things about triggers and, you know, grief is sneaky yes. and it kind of hits you out of nowhere. Um, I've learned that and kind of, and sometimes you just don't know, you don't know what's coming and it could be a smell. We just talked about this. I ran into someone that, you know, looked like my brother and it, it kind of stopped me in my tracks. It took my breath. Mm -hmm. And, but those are things you can't prepare for. Right. But it's nice to know, kind of learn what some triggers may be. And I guess how you navigate through that. We just talked about what advice you would give someone who's lost a sibling or a family member, which I felt like you gave great advice. But the one thing that probably stood out to me more than anything is it's okay mm -hmm. to not be okay. Mm -hmm. I say that from a place I wish someone would have told me that. But I, mm -hmm. grief's so tricky and people are so, uh, it's hard and people don't know what to say. Yeah. And I don't know that I would have known what to say either, roles reversed. But now it's like okay you know every day the sun does not shine and that's okay yeah and to i felt like um I, I feel like when you lose someone that you're, that's really close to you it, it molds you into a totally different person it changes you absolutely it, it definitely changed it has changed me um, because i see it in my other relationships with friends that i'm not good at letting go mm-hmm I will hold on to you no matter how mean you are to me. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't like the idea of losing someone. Like you're in for the long haul. Like I'm me. In, <laughs> if I'm committed to you, I am committed to you. Right. If I love you, I love you hard. Um, Which is a, I feel like is a great trait. Yeah. Sometimes though it hurts. Um, yeah. Because you don't get the same in return, but that's okay. I've learned that that's okay as well because I'm doing my part. I'm, I'm loving you the way I want to love you and I'm yeah. giving you what I want to give you. And if you don't want to do that in return, that's okay. You're at peace with that. I'm at peace with that. I think that takes a lot of self to really self love to even get there, to yeah. be where you're at a peace, you know, to give of yourself mm -hmm. maybe um, in different ways than maybe, or I had a friend tell me, you know, several weeks ago, you know, it's a season and maybe that person is in your life for a season. And at the time I didn't want to hear that, but it was like, mm -hmm. but looking back, it's like, but gosh, I learned so much and yes. I'm not the same person and I've grown in ways I couldn't imagine. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, you know, it's, it will make other relationships stronger. Yes. You appreciate, you appreciate what you have yeah, and it will rebuild and, continue to grow you in other relationships that are important. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So the hot yoga, we need to, if you're local, you definitely need to go uh, check Heather out at hot yoga. It's here in Lebanon. And um, what's your address? Um, we are at 1633 West Main Street. Um, we are in the same building with Cumberland Chiropractic. Okay. Um, Cedar Creek Crossing. Yeah. And um, so we're back there. And yeah, so new students are eligible to do 30 consecutive days for $30. That's awesome. where most new people will start. So it's basically a month. Yeah. $30 can't beat that. No. The drop in is 20. 
So come check it out and you can see what classes you like, what fits in your schedule. We offer things from Tabata style cardio, core classes, weight training classes to yoga. So it's an, like, again, it's an athletic yoga. A lot studio. to offer. A lot to offer. We do those little complimentary classes to work on the core and the cardio to build the lung capacity mm -hmm. to make you stronger for your yoga practice. But also, as I said before, I started doing yoga to build my lung capacity for running. Right. So we have a lot of runners, a lot of crossfitters, a lot of weightlifters. And I have a girl, she does a little bit weightlifting. She comes in there to, to sweat, to cut weight. Oh, wow. And she has to meet her yeah. weight goals and stuff. So but we also have our women that are just our men that want to be there just to, to stretch, to yeah. open up Feels their good. hips and their shoulders and just to be able to be able to touch their toes and put on their shoes, you know. Right. So, you know, it's for everyone. I love that. Would you say we'll close with this as far as you opening the uh, yoga studio four years ago? Four do you feel ago. like that was part of your, a big part of your healing, helping you heal? Yes, absolutely. I felt like it was a way that I could um, give back to my community. It was my saving grace. It got me through a lot of things. My dad's cancer, the loss of my brother, my eating disorder, um, it's carried me through a lot of things that had, you know, that saved me. It saved my life. And I wanted to have that space, create that space and give back to the, the people that I love and I adore here in this community, that safe place that they could go and unwind and learn more about themselves and be better, you know, from the inside out because that's what it did for me. And I, and I wanted to share it. I love that. Yeah, and you're I so passionate about it. You want everyone to know. Yeah, and I had a friend that she really, my friend Kathy, she's my right-hand woman at the studio. Mm -hmm. My really good friend Kathy, she's the one who really pushed me to do it because I didn't believe in myself. I mean, I have a business degree, accounting, marketing. I knew one day I wanted to own my own business and didn't know exactly what that looked like. But the more I became more passionate about yoga, hot yoga, I, that that was like, okay, this is maybe what I'm supposed to be doing. And Kathy's the one who kind of pushed me like, Heather, you should so do this. Like she was your cheerleader. We all need those. Yeah. yeah. She was that one. And my parents, my family, right? you know, they, and my husband, obviously, but I love and adore. But, um, Kathy was my biggest influence though, cause she did hot yoga with me. So she knew, she knew what it had done for me and what it had done for her. And she, was like you should do it you should, you should just totally go for it. it go for it and so i think with her words of encouragement and believing in me it kind of put that spark in me you know i can do this yeah i've got this and it's and, been such a success i know i've been blessed um last year was our best year and it was the year of the covid pandemic how so, crazy yeah but that's how strong that this community, like they believe in me and that I'm going to cry if I talk about it too much, but the, the team that I have built, that they believe in me, they back me up. These people, by God, I mean, I couldn't be where I'm at without them. They love you like family. They do. And yeah. our community is like a little family and people will go down fighting. They will. You know, they want their hot yoga. They want me to stay open. So they believe anything I do, they back me up. You know? Well, I think that probably makes you stand back like, you know what? I, this is good. Like yeah. it, this is what it's supposed to be. Like yeah. every, this little town, I'll say you're, you're born and raised here. Right. right yeah. And so Daryl and I moved here um, in 2011. We lived here prior and then moved to Nashville and then moved back after we had kids. Mm -hmm. But we 
loved Wilson County. And so moved out to Lebanon and, you know, it's close enough to Nashville. You're close enough, but it's far enough away where it feels like it's not lost that small town charm. And there's something to be said. I feel like when you can walk, you know, go to Home Depot or the Mm -hmm. square or wherever, and you know, people Mm -hmm. and you get a smile, people are just genuinely care and they want to help. And it, even with us not being from here, mm-hmm. it make it warms your heart. You're like, gosh, I feel blessed mm-hmm. to be surrounded by a great community. Oh yeah, and people that you know believe in you and fight for you. Yeah, and they're there for you. They want you to succeed. We all work together. All the small businesses. I don't feel like we we don't compete. We work together. We we're yeah. there for each other. Absolutely. You know, I the local other local yoga studio on the square bloom uh, i mean i'll send people to them they'll send people to me because when we get to talking to certain people they may want what i have to offer not that and right. or vice versa they yeah. may need more what they offer you know so we work together we we've never you know felt like rivalries and and all that so i felt like that's there's something to be there's said for that. Yeah, yeah. We we've got each other's back. Can't find that everywhere. No, absolutely yep. not. And you know, I'm I'm asked all the time, you should open a studio somewhere else. You should go. I have zero desire mm-hmm. to leave this community and go elsewhere. Yeah. I just don't feel like people have it's not the same everywhere. It's well, like, once you've had it or you've experienced yes. that love yeah. from he it's you can't really duplicate that. No, you're absolutely right. And this is my home. This, yeah. These are my people. But yeah. We're family. Everyone is so strongly connected that I, that this is where I belong. And I'm so thankful for Kathy. I'm so thankful for my parents, my husband, even my in-laws. I mean, my whole family just believing in me, my twin sister, you know, gosh, my best friend, Yeah. you know, believing in me. And even Chad would have been proud of me. Absolutely. He, he knew I had it in me and he knew I wanted to open a business. He just mm-hmm. wasn't, you know, at the time. I wasn't sure what that was going to look like. Mm-hmm. But he would make fun of me, though, for going to hot yoga. But um, he, <laughs> but he may have snuck he, in there and took yeah, a class. I yeah, would, I think that he would be there every <laughs> single day if he was here with me. Do but, you feel like, do you uh, feel his presence at times? Yes, yeah. absolutely. I've had a rough few months mm-hmm. personally. And so uh, he's carried me through a lot of it. And yeah, Not to get too emotional, yeah. but, you know, I'm very thankful for where I'm at. Well, I'm proud of you. I love you. I think you've done amazing. I cherish our friendship, but you definitely offer so much to this community. So know that you're needed and wanted and very loved. Well, it's nice to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, so you know where to find Heather now, and you'll have to let me know when you go take some of her classes. But um, I think one thing I'll say, just the takeaway, and Heather really said it, and I, I need to work on it more, but, you know, we need to uh, do better at taking care of ourselves mm-hmm. and whatever that looks like for you. Uh, I think may find that one thing that you can maybe unplug for a few minutes a day, whatever that looks like, whether it's running or yoga or something just to take care of you mm-hmm. yeah, or therapy yeah. or all the above. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Until next time. Thanks for being here. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Hope with Holly S. 
or you could go to the website at hopewithholly.com. Until next time, be hopeful.